0: Well, praise the Lord, and welcome to Cross Time with Pastor Curtis on Friday mornings. We're here in the studio at Crossway Church, and uh, we invite every person who's in this region who could drive and be here on Friday mornings at 9 o'clock with us in the studio to be a part of this Bible study. No matter what church you go to, no matter uh, whatever you're involved with, that's okay. Not trying to get you in our church, trying to get you in the Word of God so that we can learn to grow in the truth and uh, to experience more our Christ so that when we experience Him, the more we're experiencing Him, the more we can express Him. And we're thankful to be able to be here and to be sharing God's Word with you this morning. We're in 1 Timothy, as I said, in chapter 1. We'll start in verse 5 here in just a moment. And uh, I encourage you to go back, uh, find the YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316. Uh, Some of you may be watching live through there now, or uh, you can look on the Pastor Curtis Facebook page or the website, thecrosswaychurch.com, and you'll find everything we do here at Crossway Church. The services, the Romans teaching that is presently ongoing right now on Monday and Thursday mornings at 8.30 a.m. Central Time. You can watch again live on the Pastor Curtis Facebook page, the Curtis Hutchinson 316 YouTube channel. And uh, you can just go all the way back to the very beginning of Romans and uh, try to catch up with us. We're in Romans chapter 8 presently. Or you can go and look at a year and a half worth of teaching on Galatians and the same amount of time on uh, Galatians. And it's all there for you. And we just encourage you to go back and hear the word of the Lord uh, as it is taught Uh, in accordance with the gospel. And you know, a true uh, ministry that is a Christ-centered ministry. What makes a ministry Christ-centered is if it's cross-centered. Everything's according to, in the context of, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I have to say those things because we'll see it even more so even in the first chapter of 1 Timothy as we have been in the last four weeks. Today is session five on the last day of January here in 2020. And uh, let's just ask the Lord this morning to give us what we need. We desperately need the bread of God today, and I know he's got it for us. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for allowing us to be here today with your Word and your Spirit dwelling in us, Lord, to impart to us the spiritual gift that we need today through the teaching of the Gospel, the preaching of the Gospel, Lord, the the Word of God as it comes forth according to the Gospel. We thank you for, Lord, all the things that you're saying and doing today, and we just ask you to give us that bread of life again today. And we ask it in the mighty name of Jesus, amen and amen. 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 Well, in the first chapter of 1 Timothy, really verses 3 through 11 explain, uh, and we'll see it clearly today, explain uh, the, the difference between a correct application of using the law of God and a wrong application of using God's law. Uh, Paul's point here to Timothy in the church in Ephesus is that uh, the law is meant to make us aware of sin so that we will turn to the gospel and not to drag us into some legally some legalistic mindset. That's the purpose mm-hmm. of this very first chapter. But the false teachers here that Paul Paul is is pointing out to Timothy, and by the way, verse three that he left Timothy there to stand mm-hmm. against to make sure mm-hmm. they teach no other doctrine mm-hmm. as, the, as, as any other doctrine. Because the only thing that makes doctrine sound, as we'll see in verses 10 and 11, is doctrine that's tied to the glorious gospel. And so he leaves Timothy there, and he's got a problem with folk already, as Paul said he would when he was in Ephesus for three years. When he got ready to go, he told the elders of the church that not only would wolves come from without to the inside to try to destroy what God has established, but even the men among the elders, some of them would rise up and draw men unto themselves instead of continuing in this glorious gospel that was delivered unto them. Which Paul said he preached the whole gospel, uh, the whole counsel of God to them. So, uh, and and it's already happening. And so Paul writes this letter to Timothy. And because these false teachers they were missing the point Mm -hmm. and and what was driving what was going on that was false in Ephesus was these false teachers having a desire to be prestigious to be known and they and they would they the Bible says in verse 7 they desired to be teachers of the law Mm -hmm. and they were teaching the law wrong they were not using the law in a rightful means Mm -hmm. and and, and in this first chapter, we'll even see that Paul gives a list of sinful things that the law was given for, to point out, to bring conviction of, so that we could turn from the law convicting us of not being able to keep it to the glorious gospel, which saves us. And if we're not careful, we'll go back into preaching law and it may not be the ten Commandments it may be simple uh, right. simply a preacher telling you if you'll do these three if you will and they may may be things we should be doing uh-huh. if you'll be in church every Sunday if you'll study the word if you'll give tithes and offerings then God will deliver you from your bondages mm-hmm. that's legalism that's law that's not God will deliver you but you're convicted of your sin because sin is is what separates us from God. Mm-hmm. Sin is convicting. Mm-hmm. But 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 the sin you're guilty of is because you've broken God's word, mm-hmm. his law. Mm-hmm. And now the good news is you don't have to work your way out of your mess. Jesus did the work for you right. at Calvary. See, that's how the law and all doctrine is related to in the context of according to the glorious gospel. Yes, we're guilty, we're lawbreakers. Mm-hmm. But good, the good news is the gospel, Jesus came to die yeah. to clear us from being guilty uh-huh. and make us not guilty. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going on here in the first chapter of Timothy. Paul's the, the, teachers are using the law to bring people back into legalism again. Mm. And 90% at least and I'm not being ugly today of all preachers. I'm not talking about preachers that don't know how to get saved. I'm talking about preachers that will tell you what it takes to be saved but immediately they begin to use legalistic measures and not the gospel to keep you saved. Not the gospel to see you strengthened in the faith. Not the gospel. They're not using that. I was there. I did it. 90% of all preachers are doing it today. It's very deceptive, subtle, and deceitful. These ministers had no idea. They were deceived because verse 7 says they didn't understand what they were saying. Mm -hmm. They didn't understand what they were doing. Mm -hmm. But deception doesn't play games. If you're deceived, that just means you don't know that you don't know. And it doesn't matter. Ignorance is no excuse Mm -hmm. and you will suffer the consequences and and you and the people will remain in bondage. Somebody said amen. amen. Ignorance means I don't know that I don't know but I think I do. Mm -hmm. In verse 7, it says, they desire to be teachers of the law, understanding neither what they say, nor whereof they affirm. And that word affirm, I brought it out last Friday. It means they're confident. Mm -hmm. They were confident in what they didn't even have a clue what they were saying. It Mm -hmm. reminds me of years ago when a preacher, a very well popular preacher uh, from San Antonio, Uh, and it's not the big Baptist preacher there, it was another one, came to our little community, the church I was in, and on the way from the airport, he asked me if I was the youth pastor, and I said yes. And then he said, well, son, just act like you know where you're going, and they'll follow you. Act like you know where you're going, and they'll follow you. And that is a fact. That's reality. If you have a confidence that disguises everything else and people will follow you because you you're acting like you know where you're going and that's why you see so many false teachers and false prophets Mm -hmm. carrying on with this confidence it's not a confidence the holy spirit gives it cannot be because they've moved away from the gospel therefore the holy spirit cannot be imparting any confidence that's just a fleshly confidence and that's why they can get up and sound like they do and declare what they do with some kind of authority, some kind of confidence. But the Bible here says they desiring to be teachers of the law. They're using the law in the wrong manner. And they don't understand what they're saying, nor whereof they affirm. The confidence in the things they're trying to affirm is just absolutely wrong. Yeah. 90% of, or higher of all Christian, true Christian ministers today Are trying to tell people how to get victory Through a means of some legalistic work They have to do I used to do it If you'll just be in church Give tithes and offerings And study the word of God God will deliver you And even though we should be doing all those things God doesn't deliver through what we do All bondages were broken at Calvary, Colossians 2, 14 through 16. So we need to remember that. That's what this first chapter is really about. Why Paul left Timothy in Ephesus, because these things were going on. These things are still going on, even more so today than ever before. Whole entire churches are built on these faults. Whole entire denominations are standing on these faults this first chapter, using God's word in an unrighteous context. Using God's word uh, as it's some law and legalistic thing for us to be able to do things so God can save us. And that's not according to the gospel. The gospel always points to Christ and his work, his overcoming of death, his work we need never forget that yes we should be doing an abundance of things but those things can only be by the power of the holy spirit if our faith is in the cross the gospel, then the Holy Spirit delivers us from our legalistic way of thinking and that's uh, that's why Paul wrote this letter to Timothy. He was left there to stand against these things. Paul knew it was getting out of hand so he wrote a letter to Timothy to encourage him. In other words, hang on Timothy. Yeah. Hang on, to, you're the one who's got the gospel. Yeah. You're the one who's got the focus. They're desiring to be something of themselves through the law, and mm-hmm. it can't happen. Mm-hmm. So think about that. Yeah. So right. verse 5 says this. Now the end mm-hmm. of the commandment is love out of a pure heart and of a good conscience and of faith unfeigned. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about this verse for a few minutes this morning because when, when the Bible says the end of the commandment, the word end means Purpose the purpose of the commandment. Think about that. And he's not. I don't believe he's talking about the commandment he is here giving Timothy because the rest of this chapter is about the law, teachers of the law, folk trying to keep the law, and the law not made for a righteous man, we'll see it in verse 9, but for, for those who are sinners, to convict them of sin and turn them toward the glorious gospel of Christ. So I believe he's talking about the commandments of God. The purpose of the commandment is love Mm -hmm. out of a pure heart Mm -hmm. and of a good conscience and a faith unfeigned, which means a sincere faith. That's what unfeigned Mm -hmm. means, an undisguised Mm -hmm. faith, a Mm -hmm. faith that is real, a faith that works. A faith that is in Christ because this faith we live by, Paul said in Galatians 2.20, is the faith of the Son of God who loved us and gave himself for us. We have the measure of that faith, Romans 12 and 3. We don't have some kind of faith. No, the, faith the measure of faith we have is apportions, what the word measure means, Romans 12, 3, of the faith of Jesus Christ that loved us and gave himself for us. If our faith is not in Christ and his work at Calvary, then we have moved into a legalistic. No matter what we think, we've moved back into a legalistic function instead of function functioning in grace, under grace, because of our faith being proper. Mm-hmm. Amen, brother. Amen. Curtis. So the end of the commandment is the purpose of the commandment is is really to convict us of sin, to point us to the gospel where we can believe in Christ, and that's what results in yes. love. That's right. That's exactly. Right. That's what. That's the only. I, listen, if I'm trying to live according to the law and be legalistic, and I think it's about what I'm doing now instead of what Christ did for me at Calvary. Mm-hmm. That's not love. Mm-hmm. That might be some kind of love, but we need to remember that just this week the Lord has pointed out something to me in the Scriptures, uh, and, and you can write it down and look at it later, but in the book of Revelation, chapter 2, verses uh, 4 and 5, is where you'll find Jesus through the Apostle John uh, writing the church in Ephesus. Think about it, and that's 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 where this letter is written to. The church in Ephesus saying that you're pointing out false apostles, you're pointing out and you're doing this and you've you've borne patience, you've you've persevered and and you've not fainted. He said, but I've got somewhat against you. You've fallen Uh from your first love. Uh
1: Right.
0: And, and and that is that is not first feelings. That is the that is the place where you realize God loved you and mm-hmm. what He did to yeah. show it to you right. by the giving of His Son. Remember, yeah. we live by the faith of the Son of God who loved us and gave himself for us when we believed that that's our first love it's the first love it's when God himself moved inside of us because that's how he Romans chapter 5 verse 5 shed his love abroad in our heart that's not something he just dumped in us he is love and when he moved inside of us when we believed upon him he he moved inside of us and our body is now the temple yeah. of the holy spirit yeah. and that's how love was shed abroad in our hearts but it was that first love mm-hmm. and if listen if our love is not that first love mm-hmm. you know the danger and the warning in revelation chapter 2 verses 4 and 5 to the church in Ephesus, is it that you don't repent mm-hmm. and come back to the place from which you've fallen? That being your first love, even though you're pointing out false apostles and and you're you're dealing with the Nicolaitans and and you're dealing with all these things you're doing that are right things that need to be done. But if you don't come back to your first love, faith in the cross alone. I, the Lord says I will remove your lamp from you mm-hmm. so any love other than first love which by the way is the love that rejoices in the truth first Corinthians 13: 6 mm-hmm. love rejoices in the truth
1: yes yeah, that's right think about that. That's right.
0: And if it's not first love, it's not a love that's rejoicing in the truth. It's a love that's rejoicing really in self and that we're doing all the right things. Well, bless God, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And see, that's the danger. That's what That's what most churches, when they hear these churches preaching the message of the cross, and, and they think, well we're, well, we're doing this and we're doing that. We're doing things we're supposed to be doing too. But are, are you functioning from a place your faith is exclusively in the gospel. Mm-hmm. Have you come back and begin to preach everything you preach according to the gospel? Mm-hmm. Because the Bible here says, if you look down in verse 10, that it goes on to say, for uh, the law is for whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for men-stealers, for liars, for perjured persons. And if there be any other thing that is contrary to, To sound doctrine according to the glorious gospel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All doctrine. I don't care. And doctrine simply means teaching. That's what it means. The teaching of God's word in any aspect. Marriage, training, children, uh, hail, heaven, giving, Church attend the, the teaching of all of God's word. The all the full counsel of God must be according to the gospel, or it is in a legalistic function. And the law not only shows us, convicts us of sin, but also tells us you can't obey it. Because the harder we try, the more we see we can't do it. And if we're being honest, that's the result. If we're lying to ourselves and only an honest heart can keep the word and the word bring forth fruit, Jesus taught, if we're lying to ourselves and we think we are keeping the law, then we're really deceived. We're really deceived. Mm-hmm. Everybody all right this morning? Amen. Amen. So uh, I needed to say that this morning because uh, that the purpose of the commandment is love. Mm-hmm. But love doesn't come shed abroad in our hearts from the commandments. It comes through faith in the gospel. We're convicted right. by the commandments of God, mm-hmm. the law of God, and it, that turns us to a Savior. I can't save myself. I can't keep the law. Read Romans chapter 7 about the Apostle Paul. Every time I try to do right, that which the law tells me to do, I just can't do it. Every time I try to stop doing that which the law tells me not to do, I just can't stop doing it. Mm-hmm. But thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And then he goes right into saying, there is therefore now, because of that, no condemnation. Amen. So the not being able to live up to the law points you to Christ yeah. or you just keep struggling with the burden and heavy laden I can do it I'll get there I can do it and preachers don't know they've been deceived and deceitfully being used through their own flesh by the enemy to hold the church in bondage and captivity through works mm-hmm. of the flesh
1: yeah.
0: if you'll just do these three things God will you know by the way the Bible says you got to work out your own salvation yeah well, when you hear the word salvation, you got to look to Calvary. Yeah, right. And the only way that we can work out our own salvation right. is if you keep reading the next verse. It says, don't you know it's God who's working in you, right. both to will and to do. Mm-hmm. He's not only the one who puts the will in you. He's got to be the one working through you to get it done. Yes, right. So it ain't just you. That's the law speaking. Uh-huh. you got to do this. And na-na-na-na-na. But I'm commanding you to, but nanana boo boo, you can't, and it's just a lie full of that and conviction and guilt and condemnation until you let it point you to the gospel. Amen. Yes, Lord. That's good news. But the purpose of the commandment is love, because it points you to the place that God sheds His love abroad in your heart. It's the purpose of the commandment is 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 love out of a pure heart. Mm -hmm. It's what you get when you get born again. Now Mm -hmm. pure heart. To the pure, all things are pure. Mm -hmm. But who are the pure? Those who have been given this love that is a pure love from God based on what His Son did for us at Calvary. Mm -hmm. The purpose of the commandment is love out of a pure heart. Mm -hmm. And of a good conscience. And of faith that's sincere. Mm -hmm. Now verse 6 says, some having swerved, and that word means strayed. Yes, They've strayed from the purpose of the commandment. Mm-hmm. Now think about that. Yeah, yeah. You say, well, they've strayed from love. No, if you stray from the purpose of the commandment, which is to point you to the gospel, you're going astray. That's what this chapter is about. Look at verse 7. We'll come back. We won't leave anything out, I hope. They're desiring to be teachers of the law. They don't know what they're talking about. Understand, they don't understand what they're saying, neither whereof they affirm. Mm-hmm. You get the point here this morning? Mm-hmm. They're trying to get people to use the law as some legalistic way of living again. And as I said last Friday morning, more than likely these are Jewish converts, Jewish. Men who've been converted, they become Christians, but they're trying to drag their old rabbi ways with the law along with them. And we can't throw rocks at them because we've done the same thing. Mm-hmm. We've tried to bring things from the past over into this walk. Well, God don't mind if I do this and God don't mind if I keep doing this. And we've tried to listen. We have become brand spanking new creations. God did not use one iota of anything to make you born again. You are not a product of your past life. You're a product of what Christ did at Calvary with the result of being that of a new creation in Him with love in your heart, a pure heart, Mm -hmm. a good conscience, Mm -hmm. and faith that is real Mm -hmm. and sincere. That's how we started. Yes. But when we turned the television on or went to church, the preacher didn't know, bless his heart, so he's telling us, as we've all done, well, if you just go to church, if you just do this, and and, and, and yes, we need to be in church, and yes, we need to be doing the works that we've been, uh, walking in the works we've been ordained to walk in, Ephesians 2.10. Uh, uh, we've been called unto good works. Yes. But anything we're doing... Mm-hmm if my faith gets moved to what I'm doing yes, and that's where my faith is preachers mm-hmm. if I'm telling folk if you'll just wear long sleeves like us mm-hmm. if you'll just go home and wash that makeup off God's not honored in that like us <laughs> if you'll just be like us and the reason I'm jumping mm-hmm. is because we elevate ourselves when we do stuff and we prove our faith is not in Jesus and what He did. Oh, we claim it's because of that. It's why we're doing all these things. Listen, if our faith is in what Christ did at Calvary, we're not trying to tell people what they need to be doing, even if it's according to the Word, without making it according to the Gospel.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Yes, we should tell people they need to be given tithes and offerings. They need to be faithful to the household of faith. They need to be uh, studying the Word of God. But if I'm telling them to do that based on anything other than their love for Christ because of what He did at Calvary, then I'm not relating that to the Gospel. I'm telling them if they'll do those things, then God can deliver them. And that's not the Bible. That's not grace. That's legalism. That's what's going on here to some degree anyway. Yes. I know, right. Amen. Amen. He says in verse six, some have strayed and turned aside unto vain jangling. Now, Northeast Texas, we don't have a clue what vain jangling is. <laughs> I don't wouldn't even have the first. I mean, vain means futile. That's Amen. obvious. That's vain. That's that ain't that, that that's futile. That you're not going to get anywhere. That's vain. That's that that's about you. You ever been told you're a vain person? Mm -hmm. My mama told me that many times. You're just vain. (laughs) You're just all about you. My my mama told me growing up, thank God she did. It took some of that to get me out of it, thank God. But uh, to get me pointed to the gospel where I could, you know, see I could be free from that. You're just the most conceited person I've ever known. You're the most prideful person I've ever known. (laughs) And I'd get so mad. Because I knew it was true. I was all about me. What I wanted to be. What I wanted to do. What I, with who I wanted to do it. Where I wanted to be. Why I wanted to be there. How I wanted to do it. It was a Curtis world. And I was keen Until I began to see my guilt through the law. You're guilty. You're prideful. You're arrogant. You're conceited. You're selfish. You're self-centered. That's all vain. If you're all about you, you're vain. Uh Pride is self-centered. Humility is others-centered. That's why Christ humbled himself and Mm -hmm. became obedient unto death for everybody else. Mm -hmm. He wasn't doing that for him.
1: No.
0: He was doing that for the joy that was set before him. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Yes. He did that for the world. He did that because He loved the world. He did that. He humbled Himself and became obedient because He was about others. That's what the cross does. That's what the gospel does. It produces a sincere faith. It produces a pure heart. It produces a love. It
1: sure does.
0: That first love. That Yes, we point out the false doctrine, but we don't hang them from the highest tree. They're preachers right now on on social media talking about preachers like us and and, and talking about we're of the devil.
1: Ooh. oh my goodness!
0: And other horrible things. And that's going on in the church. These are saved. I hope they're saved people. They just they they just begin to use the word of God. They throw the word gospel in. They throw the word cross in. But 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 listen. We've turned, we've strayed from the purpose of the commandment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The purpose of the commandment commandment was to convict us of sin and to point us to where we could be forgiven and delivered from sin and now become a people people of love. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean we okay false doctrine. We stand against it because of love. But it means we love people, and I know this is something we've all had to learn. Once we grabbed a hold to this truth, and I thank God for those who've been patient with us, and I pray that we would learn to be patient with others. But love does not tolerate false doctrine. First Corinthians thirteen six. I only quoted the last part of it. Love rejoices in the truth. The first part of it is love rejoices not in iniquity. And it listen if it's not faith in the cross. It is iniquity that's because right. anything that's, that's not right. of faith is yes. sin, and yes. sin is iniquity. Yes. Amen. Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. So some have turned, they swerve, they strayed aside under vain jangling. Mm-hmm. That simply means idle talk.
1: That's right.
0: That's idle right. talk. Now I want you to notice something this morning. Verse 7 Desiring to be teachers of the law, God considers His Word being used in a legalistic fashion, and I mean to put people under the bondage of works to be righteous, He considers that as idle talk, empty. It's mm-hmm. idle. It's vain. Yeah. It's selfish. Yeah, sure but there, there's, there's, an, there's an underlying prideful mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. unknowingly deceived, deceitfully right. Right. being right. deceived, because the heart is mm-hmm. desperately wicked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Above Babble. all things.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: My, my, my. Underlying factor mm-hmm. there. Through trying to tell people they got to wear this and don't wear that and only worship on this day and only do this, and if you'll do this, this, and this, God will deliver you from that smoking, that cussing, that any, it, it, anything, anything like that is vain, idle words. The law, using the law in the wrong context, which is anything other than. The law is used to convict us sin, so we can be pointed to Calvary Mm -hmm. for redemption from our sin, our guilt, our shame, from not being able to keep the law that we can't and we still can't Mm -hmm. without the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. through faith in the cross of Christ working is vain, is futile. Mm -hmm. God won't work in it. If he would, he wouldn't have bothered with us. all let oh, them let keep going. At least I'm doing some things good there. What about the church in Ephesus? Again, we read about in Revelation that I mentioned earlier. Did Jesus say, well, it's okay. At least they're pointing out false apostles. Mm. It's okay. At least they're pointing out uh, the, the, the deeds that are wrong of the Nicolai. Oh, it's okay. At, at least they're persevering. At least they've not fainted in pointing out. They've not stopped pointing out that which is false to everybody. No, he didn't. He didn't say that's okay. He said I got to step in here mm-hmm. because they're in danger now of losing the light mm-hmm. that they have,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he promises them. And we don't like hearing the promises of God in a negative aspect, but they're there as well as they are the fruits and benefits of mm-hmm. being in the faith. God's promises are just as powerful for not keeping the faith and moving out of uh, straying from the purpose that we. Mm -hmm. been given to be in ministry as they are for the positive benefits. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You understand that? Mm -hmm. God will do just as good a job denying you if you're denying Him as He will blessing you and receiving you if you're receiving Him. Mm -hmm. He's as faithful on either side of that coin you want to go. Mm -hmm. If we deny Him, He will deny us, the Bible says it. If we suffer with Him, we will reign with Him. He's just as faithful on either side of the coin. We don't like to look at God's faithfulness on the negative side, the tail side of the coin. Amen, Brother Curry. Oh, I just want you to tell me how much God loves me. Oh, I just want you to tell me all the things that I can have if I come to church. Oh, I just want you to bless me. God wants to bless you. Don't forget that. He wants to bless you. He wanted to bless the church in Ephesus. That's why He wrote through John and said, Oh, I don't want you to lose the light. I don't want to have to show up and take your light because you have left your first love and you refuse to come back. See, the letter was sent not just to them, but to us today. Right. Almost all the church today has left its first love. Mm -hmm. But there's a letter, there's a word from God that says that if you'll come back Mm -hmm. to that place from which you've fallen, I won't take your light. Mm -hmm. You know what that means? Mm -hmm. Just because you've fallen from your first love, you've moved away from Calvary, God's Mm -hmm. not going to take your light until you refuse to repent and come back. Mm -hmm. These ministers, these high-ranking denominational heads that have heard the God, they've heard it for 17 years. Mm -hmm. And yet they've chosen not to come back to that old path. Oh, they'll say cross, they'll say this, and they'll throw a word in every once in a while because they know they have to to keep the people of God going their direction.
1: Yeah. That's right. Mm. Come on now, the devil—he right.
0: uses yeah, words well. too yes. that are right words to keep yes, us turning. going yes, sir. his direction.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: these, man, these men these men—they've been warned, mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean that they're going to get out of ministry and go back to the world. It just means that God's going to remove their light. And I believe some of them's already had their light removed because they have heard this and heard this and heard this, and God has—they have refused, they have mm-hmm. rejected. Because they think they have too much to lose. Mm-hmm. Yep. Prominence. Mm-hmm. It's what we have here. Mm-hmm. It takes humility to get up before the people and say I've made the focus something it, it has never been with God. Mm-hmm. I've made the focus works. Mm-hmm. Our works instead of mm-hmm. the work of Christ. Mm-hmm. I've preached law. I'm admitting it. Mm-hmm. It takes humility to do that, and there will be the greatest move of God in that minister who does that. It won't be the numbers. Mm-hmm. It won't be the biggest. This it will be much grace given to humility. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes,
0: but they desired to be teachers of the law because when we when we stray from the purpose of the commandment, which is to focus on the gospel. Let me say it again. When we stray from the purpose of the commandment, and that's any law, any law.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. When we, we, well, uh, not any law, not particularly here. When we stray from the commandment... Dealing with sin in our lives. The, the, the law of Moses. That's what he's... saying, Because he's going to list some things here that the law of Moses, the Ten Commandments, specifically mm. deal with. When we stray from the purpose of that, then we, then we stray from the fruit of the Gospel. Because when we stray from the purpose of the commandment, which is to point us to the Gospel, we have no other option but to use it now wrongfully. Mm
1: -hmm. yeah.
0: And all of God's Word is law. Mm -hmm. All of God's Word is laws and commandments. They're not options. Mm -hmm. Therefore, when we use God's Word as some legalistic means to try to get righteous fruit, faith in what we're doing, even though we're doing the things the Bible tells us to do, mm-hmm. like the church in Ephesus in Revelation chapter 2. The question is, is that love there? That not, not how I act and not how I feel. Love that's rejoicing in the truth. Mm-hmm. That first love. That's the love that was found by God rejoicing in the truth. When you were born again, saved, He imparted into your heart. He shed His love abroad, Romans 5 and 5. And that love was first love. And that love rejoiced in the truth of Christ and Him crucified that saved your soul. And that flowed through you and you found a church and a people that you could love and you begin to act different on your job because you had that first love and you weren't treating anybody bad if you were just because they wouldn't come to your church Church, you were already straying. That's right. (laughs) That's right. right. Uh See, and listen, we've all done it. We've all been through the Romans chapter seven experience. Mm -hmm. Well, I know I shouldn't be doing this, but I am. I know I I should be doing this, but I'm not. Mm -hmm. And until we look back to Calvary, Mm -hmm. we'll be miserable our whole lives. And as I said for years, the most miserable person on the planet is not the lost person. No. It's the Christian who just can't find the victory the Bible says they have. Mm, That's right. And you can't ever experience it if you're sitting under one of these people Mm -hmm. who are telling you what you have to do to have victory, what you have to do to bear forth the righteous fruits of the Lord instead of simply what you have to believe. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Because it's with the heart men believe unto righteousness. That's not just for salvation, that's for the experience of salvation daily. Mm -hmm. Why does all the doctrine of God have to be according to the gospel? Because every word that God has ever spoken is in righteousness. Proverbs 8 and 8. All the words of my mouth, your entire Bible, is in righteousness. And the righteousness of God, Romans 1, 16 and 17, is only revealed in the gospel. I don't care what we're teaching, it has to be according to the gospel. If it's not, and I can't as a pastor, a minister, just assume the people's faith is in the gospel, because if I'm not preaching the gospel, they're gonna to relate to what I'm they're gonna relate what I'm saying mm-hmm. to something they have to go do. Mm-hmm. Instead of simple faith in the cross so that what we're preaching they can believe and the Holy Spirit can carry out the works mm-hmm. in their lives. That's all we're gonna be rewarded for anyway what the Holy Spirit was able to do in and through us, not what we just went and did. If it's not a first love that's behind what we're doing, God's got a problem with it. That means if our faith has been moved from the cross... To any other thing and then, mm-hmm. right now you That's see right. the big the big uh, sweep to try to get the Pentecostal believers back to the legacy or the, the, the a revival of their Pentecost. Listen, until they come back to the place that revives
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is the cross that place of their first love there's not going to be any Pentecost with power.
1: Mm-hmm. They're
0: going to put on huge displays in churches and altars but when they leave they leave it all in that building And there won't be nothing until they come back Mm -hmm. to that building. Mm -hmm. True Pentecost is a result of true faith in the cross of Christ. And that true Pentecost is seen in the job, in the job place, Mm -hmm. in the marketplace, Mm -hmm. in the family, in the home. Mm -hmm. Amen, Brother Curtis. Y'all holding me up too long this morning. So, let me see where we are here. Many have turned away from the purpose of the commandment which should be to point us to the glorious gospel which produces love out of a pure heart, a good conscience, sincere faith. These three things always operate together when faith is in Christ and is laid down life for us at the cross. These things taking place in your life if that's where your faith is. I'm not talking about, well, of course my faith is in the cross. That woman up in Antlers, Oklahoma, several months ago told me, y'all just trying to get everybody out of their churches to be in y'all's church. My Lord, son, don't you know the cross has been preached for 2,000 years? She has not a clue what we're talking about for preaching the cross to find victory daily, grace daily, power daily, all provision daily, victory over sin, deliver everything, every day, taking up our daily cross to have daily grace, daily bread, everything, only through faith in the cross, she doesn't have a clue about it. I'm not being ugly, she doesn't have a clue about it if she's telling us that we're preaching it to get everybody out of the churches and into We're not preaching what we preach to get everybody out of their church. Mm-hmm. That's not preaching this. We're preaching this so that their church mm-hmm. can repent and start preaching this. That's right. I've kind of like uh, 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 what was that black man years ago? Uh, e. Ev Hill. E. Hill was that his name? He I heard him long many years ago. He said before he died, he said, uh, <clears throat> or I saw it on. TV, he might have already been dead, I don't know, but he has been many years. He said, I want them all saved, but I don't want them all in my church. <laughs> and that's about the reality of it. Yeah. We want them all saved, but they can't all fit in here, and if truth be known, we wouldn't want them all in here.
1: Right.
0: Just being honest this morning. Can you be honest before the Lord He sees your heart anyway? That's, Amen. But verse 8 says, But we know that the law is good if a man use it lawfully. The law's good. Nothing wrong with the law. The reason the law didn't really work for saving us or the law couldn't work to produce the things we've talked about in our hearts, love, the the purpose, the end of the commandment, the purpose of the commandment is to realize, man, I need this love, I need this faith, I need this pure conscience that I can't have unless I look to the Redeemer who's been promised to me. That's right. That's right. So the legal way to use the law is to let everybody know because we can't keep it, you've right. disobeyed it in its entirety yeah. that you're guilty before God. he's not Jesus didn't come to condemn you because you were already condemned. Yeah. He came to save that which is lost, that which is condemned, because nobody's been able to live up to the law of God. No, not, not one. Not at all. We've all gone astray, God right, says. Right. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. Yeah. There's not, the Bible says, there's not one, no, not one righteous among them. That's right. He expresses that point. No, there's not one. No, there's not one. No. So God had to send His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh to condemn the sin in us that had us condemned in His flesh, so that we could have life and see that the righteousness of law be fulfilled in us. Mm-hmm. And and yes. It's all by Him, yes, and that one work, not the works we go no, that's and do. Right. That's right. Yes, we're called to many good works. Ephesians two ten. or name to walk in them too. Mm-hmm. And if you're not. You're making excuses and those who have their faith in the cross and they're learning to keep their faith in the cross of Christ, His work there, are learning to quit making the excuses. Yeah. Hmm. Faith in the cross produces a, a, a pure a love out of a pure heart for God. Love. That ain't feelings, that ain't emotions. No. That's a, that's a love for God yeah. that says, <clears throat> yes, sir. I want to serve you.
1: Yes, Lord. I don't care who else is or who else is not. I want to serve you. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, gives you a good conscience. Yes. Ain't
0: nobody sitting at home on Sunday not going to church when they could be going to church. Got a good conscience about that. No. If they think they do, it's cause something's wrong with their faith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it ain't all about going to church, brother. I'm not talking about a legalist. I'm talking about a pure heart of love for God. Mm-hmm. You know what happens? Mm-hmm. You're obedient. I'm not talking about those folks that don't have a proper church to go to. I'm not talking about folks that can't get to church. I'm talking about folks that they can go everywhere else but church. Yeah. you picking this morning. No, I'm trying to show you we don't go to church to try to be righteous. We go to church because we've already been made righteous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We go to church not to try to be saved but because we're already saved. Mm-hmm. But because we have love now, and it's flowing out of a pure heart. Mm-hmm. We've got a good conscience. The good conscience, if I'm living a, a life of disobedience, knowing that I should be doing something I'm not, the Bible calls that sin, can't be no good conscience where everyone's sin.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: can't be sitting there living in sin thanking God for the blood all at the same time. Right. Oh. Because that ain't a good conscience. That is not sincere faith. Amen. I'm not picking. I'm just telling you we are called to walk in obedience. We've been given grace for obedience to the faith. Romans chapter 1 verse 5. Mm -hmm. So we know that the law is good if a man use it lawfully. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Knowing this the law is not made for a righteous man. because you're already righteous in Christ or your faith in His work at Calvary. So now you're no longer, the Bible says, under the law. You're no longer longer under the law. You're no longer guilty of the curse of the law. You're no longer experiencing what the curse of the law was and that's death, separation from God. You've been delivered from the law. Romans 6.14 says that sin does not dominate us now because we're not under law but under grace. We've been delivered from the law trying to live up by doing things to be right with God through works of the law. Jesus did the work that pleased God. Our faith in Him now allows us, gives us first the Holy Spirit then allows us as we're led by the Holy Spirit of truth into all truth to magnify Jesus to glorify Jesus and through that process our Heavenly Father is glorified through the much fruit mm-hmm. that He is bringing to pass mm-hmm. through that mm-hmm. which Jesus did for us at Calvary mm-hmm. knowing this that the law is not made for a righteous man but for the lawless and disobedient disobedient mm-hmm. disobedient mm-hmm. Yeah. when I'm disobedient disobedient There's a law that's working there. I'm wrong. I'm being disobedient.
1: Yeah.
0: The law convicts of that. The Holy Spirit convicts of that. But for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly, and for sinners. Now, the Bible says when we see the word ungodly, every time I see it, I think of when we've held God's word in an unrighteous manner, His truth in an unrighteous context, which means we've held it not according to the gospel, and he says in Romans chapter 1, verse 18, that the only thing that can be produced when we do that in our lives is ungodliness and unrighteousness and the wrath of God is revealed from heaven opposing that. Everybody good this morning? Mm-hmm. For the ungodly and for sinners. For unholy. Now he says, and for sinners. Mm-hmm. So that tells me we, we we're sinners saved by grace, but we're also now saints.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So I didn't see that before. Let's read it. But for the lawless and disobedient, this what the law is for. Mm-hmm. For the ungodly and for sinners. Why? Well, I, I wanna wait for and for sinners. All this is sin. Yes. Yeah. For unholy and profane. Mm-hmm. For murderers of fathers, and murderers of mothers, for manslayers, for whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for men-stealers, for liars, for perjured persons, and if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine according to the glorious gospel of the blessed God, which was committed to my trust. Who did God commit the glorious gospel to? Paul. Mm-hmm. He, did. he gave it and committed it to Paul. Therefore, Paul has this huge burden... Huge responsibility. That's why you see him being given by God the direction, the instruction for the church to be able to function as the church because he gave Paul the revelation of the true gospel. What really happened to Calvary? Because through that alone can we have the experience of first love, the pure heart, the the, the, the sincere faith, the good conscience... And Christ can be seen as the head of the church, mm-hmm. yeah. and not their clothing they wear. Mm-hmm. Oh, they stick out because they all wear blue every Sunday. That's the blue church, and, you know heaven is royal, you know, and so they all wear blue. They think it get the uh, oh, you have to go back in many today or going back into the Jewish customs and thinking they're gonna get something from God by wearing the prayer shawl. They are. It's called the Hebraic Roots Movement. They're going through all the things and they think God's going to pour out on them greater blessings because they're now uh, uh, celebrating the literal feasts that were celebrated, doing those things before which were only types and shadows. My Lord, who wants to live in types and shadows when you got the light to walk with? Mm. But they're men. Let's go back to verse 7. There are men who are desiring to be teachers of the law. Mm -hmm. There's this underlying prideful, selfish thing. Remember in verse 6 it's called vain talk. Vain. It's all about us. We're desiring to be prestigious, known as teachers of the law. Let me tell you something about these big preachers that they just carry on the way they do like I am right now, but, but the moment they step in the pulpit, pray be to God. That ain't nothing but a show. They're a dime a dozen. Makes me sick, turns my stomach. Mm. It's religion. It's us trying to be prestigious, mm. known,
1: Mm-hmm
0: our ministry mm. if it's of God is to point to the gospel to make Jesus, Jesus Christ known that's it exalted yes expressed
1: yes sir yes sir to
0: result in his works continue to be carried out in our lives by his spirit he will do it so According to the glorious gospel of the blessed God, verse 11, which was committed to my trust. Mm-hmm. Now think about that. Jesus taught us, Jesus when he was here taught us that these very things they're experiencing, Paul and Timothy now, was going to happen. Mm-hmm. He said it was going to happen uh, Matthew 24, 12, Jesus taught, and because iniquity shall abound, the love of many will wax cold. The love of many. The love we receive, that first love we receive because we believed God loved us so much. He gave His only begotten Son. The love He gave us shed abroad in our hearts. That first love is the love that rejoices in the truth. Mm -hmm. But because iniquity abounds, and it doesn't necessarily mean we go back to Jack Daniels and night clubbing and and all this stuff. Iniquity in the eyes of God is when we're trusting in anything other than the work of Christ at Calvary. Yes, sir.
1: That's right. Anything. Amen. That is
0: right. Anything. Yes. Think about that. Mm -hmm. And Jesus taught that because iniquity shall abound. Mm -hmm. See, whatever's abounding, whatever's in abundance, the fleshly person, the the, the flesh, all of our flesh, thinks that because that's the majority, that must be right. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Whatever's abounding, whatever's in abundance... We must follow the herd of cattle that direction. We're not cattle. We have a choice. We can through faith in the gospel and the power and the leading of the Holy Spirit. He will guide us into all truth. And while He's doing that, He's also showing us who is not and what is not of the truth. Mm -hmm. Not for us to beat down and be ugly to as we don't, but it is for us to point out. Yes. As I said last Friday, by the time Paul wrote 2 Timothy, his second letter to Timothy, five folk had already forsaken Paul and he told it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: He told it. How would you like to have gone down in history and been mentioned in the Word of God as one who'd forsaken the gospel? Mm -hmm. I don't want to be known by that, but it's happening every day folks are they they're forsaking their love. Oh, but they think they're loving God because they think they're loving people. But but they but because they're doing all the right things the Bible says to do, but it's no longer they're no longer operating from that first love through a faith in the cross alone. Returning to your first love is not returning to a feeling or an emotion. It's returning to that place where you believed you were loved by God and you accepted what His Son did for you to give you that first love. God doesn't say you need to move on into a deeper love. He says you need to go back to your first love because that right there, my friend, was enough to get you in the kingdom and to get you through the kingdom of according to Revelation chapter 2. Mm-hmm. That first love, oh, if you'll stay there, that's the place where God's love gets deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It don't get deep through me. It right. gets deep through my revelation of what God did for yeah. me because He that's loves right. me. All right there at Calvary. Yeah. God loved me so much He gave His only begotten Son mm-hmm. for me. Yes, and if sir. I believe upon him, I will have everlasting life, and I will not perish yes, sir. And I don't want to be. I have been, but thank God He found me straight. He found me in a bunch of vain jangling. He found me in a bunch of idle talk. Oh, with prestige, wanting to be known as a famous preacher. Wanting to be the same as you as a kid. You wanted to be a famous movie star, a famous singer, and preachers. We just moved from the world right into that, Oh, I want to be a famous preacher. If you're preaching the cross, you'll never be famous. They hated Jesus and they'll hate you. Mm -hmm. He taught that as well himself. And because iniquity shall abound, the love
1: of many Mm -hmm.
0: shall wax cold. That means... Go away. The first love will be gone. Oh, there will be some kind of love there, and they'll try to prove it through their deeds. And oh, they'll do this, and oh, they'll hug you, and know, they'll do all these things. But because iniquity, if iniquity is abounding, true faith, sincere faith is gone. If 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 iniquity is abounding, sincere faith is gone. The, the good conscience, the pure, the pure heart to hold the love is gone. And it's all because that object of faith we've turned away from it. We begin to use God's, love, God's word outside the context of the gospel. I may die today. I may live another 50 years. But I pray that as long as my feet are standing on this earth and I'm breathing, that I will relate everything God has said to the good news of the one He sent that said the Scriptures are about Him Mm -hmm. to give His life for me so that I could be made righteous and not only made righteous, but bear forth the fruits of His righteousness. That I wouldn't become a vain jangler, an idle talker. Trying to tell people what they've got to do to get saved. What they've got to do to stay saved. What they've got to do to be delivered. But to point to Christ. Mm -hmm. To see and to look upon what He did to get them saved. Mm -hmm. To keep saving them daily and to deliver them. Amen. 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 Good broadcast this morning. (laughs) Praise God. Help us share this teaching however you can. Share the YouTube channel. Share the Pastor Curtis. Like it, share it, whatever you do. That's you helping us publish the Word of God in its righteous context. We just pray that God would bless you richly in your knowledge of Him. That you would become determined more than ever before to know nothing else but Christ and Him crucified. He is building His church today. It is not where the eye would behold the majority of the people. It is in that remnant that realizes they've been elected by grace and that God's grace comes through only through faith in the death of Jesus. And we just praise God for you. Thank you for blessing us with your prayers and your giving. And you can give to this ministry by texting on your phone, 903-231-5950 or thecrosswaychurch.com on the website. We love you. God bless you. Until next time, stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and Him crucified. See you then. Amen, amen.
1: That's good, Brother Curtis.